Everybody, so listen, you, you guys know that I love you, right? Well, I have a special guest here, and I know I say everybody's special, but this one's really, really, really freaking special. So she runs the largest stepmom group on Facebook. She is the mother to my um, E nieces and nephews. she is an all-around sweet soul and she's literally my friend in my head so i'm glad we're having a chance to sit and talk emily Watkins of unapologetic stepmom she runs the unapologetic stepmom so what is an an unapologetic stepmom you ask the reason i fell in love with this girl is because when she says unapologetic honey i was reading (laughs) her stuff like oh my god like, I'm playing the violin wanting to lay my head on her chest. So I was like, this sounds like Miss Naja. I was like, this is my piece already. She's my people. So this is, the, I'm going to just read you a couple of things that she says. She says, I unapologetically do not let my family revolve around my stepkids. My husband and I make decisions based on what's best for our whole family. I unapologetically do not stop my children's lives simply because my stepkids are at their other home. We go on about life as usual and do fun things with without them. I don't plan 100% of my children's lives for 50% of the time. I unapologetically do not love my stepkids like I love my own children. And they are my first priority. I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to post her whole, um, I'm going to post the whole thing on the blog so that you can see it. You can learn all about her. Without further ado, Emily Watkins. Emily, hey girl. Hey. Hey, yo. (laughs) <laughs> so where are you right now in the world? Are you in Texas or Colorado? So we're currently in Colorado. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Is What's yeah. the weather? Is it freezing cold right now? Girl, it's not. We've actually been having crazy, crazy hot weather. I think we've like broken a couple of records. Um, Colorado. It's been hot here. What, which, really? you know, for me, it's hot is relative because it, there's not humidity here so yeah and you're coming from texas so you know hot. yeah i know you have a yeah good and, and humidity so it's just a different heat you know yeah i spent some time up in uh, colorado not too long ago i got to go hiking up the crazy high ass mountains and all that so yeah so listen we're gonna get into it because i have like 30 million questions first now earlier y'all i, I said that she's the mom to my um nieces and nephews her kids are the cutest <laughs> little things I have ever seen. Oh my, she makes some pretty babies and she's talking about, Oh, Hey y'all, I'm not having any more kids. And I'm like, girl, just give us all one more little niece or nephew. <laughs> so how many babies do you have? And I know you're doing them like back to back, right? Em? Uh, so yeah. Um, not on purpose, but, uh, <laughs> uh, cause who has babies 14 months apart? Some people oh, do, but God. he did not mean to. So our oldest is four. She just turned four in June and she's a spitfire. Mm. Um, and she humbles me in every single way. Um, like all the things you said you weren't going to do as a parent. I like do, I do all the things, you know? Oh my God. Um, and then our second baby Remington was born last March and she's so sweet. She's starting to get a person, like her personality is really starting to come out, Mm. which is super cute. And she is starting to get a little more, she used to just be so sweet and docile, and now she's a little bit. Now she's not. Yeah, well, she she has an she, older sister who she, you know, it's a cold, hard world out there, and she has to defend herself. So. 
And then we just had our boy, which. Uh, oh my God, he's so cute. Everybody oh. said, you know, those boys with their mamas, and from the moment they put them on my chest, I just. Honestly, from the moment I found out he was a boy, it, it's just different. It's not more, it's not less. It's just so different. And he was born in May, so he'll be four months tomorrow, actually. So, <gasps> so yeah. Wait, so 14 months apart. That means that Remington... Wait, what, what's your... What's the second baby's name? I mean, yeah, Remington. Old, so the Remington. oldest is Emerson. Remington. Emerson, okay. So Remington was five months when you got pregnant? Yes, girl. We found out, actually, a year ago today. I want to say that, or no, yeah, a year ago today or tomorrow that we were pregnant oh, with her. But you know what, it's kind of good to, I mean, it's beautiful. I know your life is crazy and it's beautiful. So you guys, I was like, hey, Em, where are the kids right now? It's so quiet. She was like, they're sleeping. I have them on the schedule. That's why I scheduled this podcast at this hour. Yes. Damn, girl. So you know how to do that. You're good. Like you are good. So you have what? to be, you have to be at three, you're way outnumbered when it's just one of you, you know, you got to show them who's boss. So everybody that comes on this podcast and I'm notorious at this point for forgetting to warn my guests, but oh, well, you're here now. So you're stuck with us. Everybody that comes as a guest on, I know I'm crazy has to tell us why they're crazy like the rest of us. So Emily Watkins of the unapologetic stepmom. Why are you crazy? What's your thing? What makes you just kind of kind of off? Well, I mean, I married a man with kids, duh. <laughs> well, see, no, like, no, okay, yes, super duh, super super no. duh. But what's um, your thing, though? Like, you as an individual, I don't know. You know, I don't. What Before makes you kids, crazy? You yeah. know, I I feel like I've kind of lost a bit of myself since having kids, and I'm like trying to reclaim that. But I feel like mm. before kids, I was like that girl that would go out and like, I would know everybody in the bar before I left because <laughs> I just, and like super outgoing, very extroverted. And like, even now my husband, like if, you know, we new neighbors move in cause we're moving into a, a we're in a new neighborhood now and mm -hmm. um, all the neighbors, they know to send me to meet them, you know, because we'll all be friends. So I okay. guess I do that. I'm just like super. I'm I can fun. tell that about I your personality, like, though. I can totally tell. Yeah, yeah, I have a pretty big personality. Love to just kick back with friends, hang out, have some drinks. Um, you know so, what? What is your? You know, this is. Do you believe in astrology and all that stuff? The the signs, the star signs. You know, I. So I grew up super religious, so I was <laughs> never into. You know, we didn't believe in that as a kid. Yeah, and I just never got into it as an adult, but so many people have told me what my sign is and I don't know what it is. Okay. What's your sign? I don't know. I, so my birthday is March 30th, but I don't know what people <laughs> have told that, me and I always forget. I don't know. Is that Aries or Pisces? Dang. I don't know. Oh, snap. Know. Okay. So the unapologetic stepmom, I love your group and you guys know I run a group. Well, two of my own now, and that doesn't give me a lot of time to invest in other people's groups, but Emily has the largest one for stepmoms on Facebook. And I noticed a tone about a group. Like before I decide to join a group or run one, I kind of check out the temperature, you know, to see are these stepmoms mm -hmm. rancid stepmoms? Are they nuts? Are they super <laughs> mean? Will they attack you online and make you go hide? Cause you know, we've all felt attacked at one point yeah. or another online. And so I'm feeling the temperature of this group. And one thing that kind of tells me 
about the person or the people that run the group is the temperament of the group. And I was like, damn, these are some cool bitches. I was like, these are some cool people. So it, it told me a lot about you and the people that you have attracted to help you moderate the group, Emily. So appreciate mm-hmm. you. And I think I speak for everybody that's a member of your space. So I'm going to say thank you so much. Appreciate you. So uh, we got to talk about the unapologetic stepmom. How did you get the name? Why? Why this name? So I'm. I'm a. I've always been one to just kind of march to the beat of my own drum. And mm-hmm. I, when I started this group, I, I believe it was April of 2017. Um, I had been in other groups, and I just uh, really struggled with a lot of the martyr mentality mm-hmm. um, that I saw, and just just a victim and, and all that. And so, you know, things that like, you know, like you said, like I loved my babies way different than my stepkids. And I just found that so many times that was looked down upon. And like, for me, I would say it and I didn't give a shit what you thought, you know, like I was very unapologetic about that. Like there's just certain things that I'm very unapologetic about. And I'm not going to let the fact that my husband had two children before me dictate my whole life and our family's life. And I've found that over the last two years that my platform is either met with a lot of, um, you know, agreement or it's met with very, very strong aversion. And, um, I just, the name for me, just, it, I thought of it one day and it just stuck. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to create a group. And it's funny because when I started this group, I was, and my OG admins, we had a group chat and I was like, you know, it'll be great if we just get a few hundred people that we can help and steer away from some of these societal expectations that are placed on stepmoms that are absolutely ridiculous. And then two years later, (laughs) it's the largest group on Facebook and it's, it grows by hundreds every week to the point where I now have a team and that's all they do is approve requests because Mm. And you actually care who's in the group. You're not just open. It's not open to anybody. You actually, you guys are checking these people's profiles and making sure they're here and not spies because it's the internet. And you know, you're like, (laughs) one thing that you said though, is you're sometimes you're met by contrarians, but the good thing about the net is there's a place for everybody. There's some step moms mm-hmm. that want to be martyrs and they want to die on that hill, honey. And I'm sure there's a group out there for them. I'm sure oh, there, there is. is. There's mm. several groups. Yes. And that's what I say when somebody comes into my group and, you know, is trashing it and I can't believe and blah, blah, blah. Girl, this is not the space for you. Is, I'm sure there, you know, I'm sure there's a group out there for you that will fit your needs better. I hope you find it. Or go create it and get out of here. Like, just, just do I've it. I said that too. I said, that's what I did. I didn't, I didn't have a group that I felt like fit, fit me and my views. And so I created my own. You know, right. You're free to do the same. Just don't use my name, okay? Don't, <laughs> don't use my name. Which has don't, happened. Don't bash me. And it's crazy. Like, you know, like the reason I created mine, I was just like, I don't see a space for particularly, like one of my groups is called Blended in Black. And, you know, one of the things is I did not see spaces specifically for people that look like me. Like, it's one thing to exist in a world um, where you don't have a choice but to be the minority. But I feel like online and in businesses, there's there's other options. So I was like, yeah, let me create that. Now, what I did not anticipate, which is kind of a cool thing, is people were like, Naja, is Blending Black only for Black people? I was like, hell no. Hell no. I was like... (laughs) I, was like, I'm not, I know I joined it. 
Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't feel, it feels disgusting for me to turn somebody away because, yeah. because of the color of their skin. You know, that's so cliche. Oh my God. You know, I'm not in MLK, MLK junior, the third, but you know, yeah. I was like, I don't want to be like that. Uh, so yeah. I understand what you mean. You created a space cause you saw a damn need and women are I getting agree. real help from you M. Yeah. So what do your stepkids say about, I mean, I'm, has somebody asked you this before or what, what is your response going to be when you say, I don't love them like I love my own kids? How do you, how do you explain that in a way to where it's not hurtful? And by the way, uh, so, your stepkids don't love you like they love their mother. So, you know. Oh, they sure shit don't. Right. Shit, no, they don't. <laughs> um, so how do you so, explain that? So um, with one of my stepkids, honestly, there's not much relationship there on both sides. It's very mutual. Yeah. It really never has been. I tried, wasn't really ever accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, I backed off, you know? Smart. Um, Smart. With my other stepkid, um, that kiddo has actually asked me before, you know, we, it, this was a few summers ago when we were driving in the car. And at the time, I only had Emerson. And she asked me, um, you know, if I loved Emerson um, and her the same. And <gasps> She did, but not in a, not in a, she was just genuinely curious. And I said, you know, I said, I said, I love you two very differently because you two came to me in very different ways. I said, you came to me because I married your dad and Emerson came to me because I carried her for nine months and birthed her, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, was she old enough to understand that the child at that Uh, time? She was nine at the time so yeah oh okay she she, and I said and you know I said I said I said you and I asked her this I said you know like how you love your mom and your mom loves you and she said yeah and I said well that's how it is for me and Emerson and Mm -hmm. um she goes oh okay and then just let it go along to the music and that's (laughs) the only time she's ever asked yeah you know Kids, you know, it's, I find that once us adults start implanting our ideals in their heads, that's when they kind of lose that childlike innocence. But she just literally wanted to know. Well, and like, here's the thing is, is I don't go around saying to her or, you know, to him, oh, I I love you two differently than I love my, I mean, it's not something we talk about. Right. But in my space, in my group where stepmoms are struggling with that every day, you can be sure that I am not afraid to say that out loud, you know, and I wish that more stepmoms would so that these new stepmoms that are marrying these men with children don't have these ridiculous expectations on them, you know? How do, I think the reason they don't is because they're like, oh my God, I want to perpetuate this image to my man that I can do it all. And the fact of the matter is, is that's a damn lie. So it is, I know how I explain it to my husband, but how do you explain it? Well, have you ever even had to have the conversation with him or does your husband put pressure on you to love the kids? Okay. No, 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 no. And he never has. I like him. We got to have drinks. We all got to go out and me and you and him and Tony, we got to go have some drinks, honey. Yes. That's our thing, man. Come on. So, um, no. And in fact, um, we, yeah, we have talked about it and he knows he's always known. He said, how could you? Um, he said, they're not your kids. Mm -hmm. He said, and, and he said the same thing. He said, they don't love you. Like they love their mom. 
Right. And um, so, no, he has never placed that expectation on me. And to be really frank with you, he's never expected me to love them. Um, at this point, you know, it's just a, with one, it's a mutual respect as his kid. And, I, you know, he's, he's never placed that expectation on me. And I think that I would have a very hard time being married to him if he did. What do you say to the women whose men do do that? Because there are a lot of guys out here that put that responsibility on their woman. Yeah. What do you say to those girls besides Ron? It just, (laughs) uh, you know, it just depends. Um, I, I tell him it's wrong. He shouldn't be doing that. Um, if you can't, and the thing is, is that so many times though, these, these men aren't going to see it on their own. And, and so then at that point, you just have to say, is it possible that maybe he would go to counseling or therapy with you? And it, because you don't want to tell them to throw the whole man away because a lot of times these women are married and have children with these men. And, right, right. Um, and I think what happens a lot of times is you have new stepmoms who come in, they don't have kids of their own, and they think in their minds that they love these kids exactly like they're going to love their own. Mm. Um, and I'm just going to say it. Uh-oh. Maybe I shouldn't say it. I don't know. Say it! <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it. Say it! I think it is bullcrap when <laughs> most, keyword there, most stepmoms say that they love their stepkids like their own. I just, I think that they're saying it because they think that's what they're supposed to do. And because that's the, that's the expectation that society and sometimes their husbands have placed on them. And I think when you can let go of that and when you can say, Hey, you know what? It's okay that I don't love my stepkids the way I love my kids, but it doesn't make it bad. It's just different, you know, and it, there's so much freedom in that. And I think it allows you to, to honestly be a better stepmom and to know your role better and to have better boundaries and, you know, to just exist more peacefully within your family. Um, and I, and I'm saying that because I've been running this group for two years and I have had stepmom after stepmom, after stepmom, after stepmom come to me and say that. Wow. When I backed up and I was able to acknowledge that, hey, I don't love these kids like I love my own and it's okay. There was such a peace and it just gave me so much more freedom to exist within my family and for there not to be so much pressure. And honestly, that's better for everyone. That's better for your marriage. That's better for your kids. That's better for your family as a whole. You know, and before you guys write me these scathing DMs, um, I agree with her. I'm going to say this. Oh, did I stir? I know I stirred up some dirt. I know when people hear this podcast, like in my group and stuff, I know that I'm going to hear it. And frankly, I don't care. It's good. It's good for conversation because it's about being real. And I just like, she's, she did not say every stepmom. She's not accusing you of lying. Um, those of you that do love, I'm not, I'm saying she's not doing that. Correct. She's saying that some of us, you know, while we're trying to fool everyone else, we're, we're fooling ourselves first, mm-hmm. but we don't, she's saying you don't have to do that. It's, it's totally mm-hmm. okay to say, I don't love my stepkids. I mean, hell, I didn't start loving my husband until like a year or so when we were dating. <laughs> yeah. So it takes a long time for love to develop. It's it, to develop. And can we talk about that for a minute? I think yes. it's completely ridiculous that, and not just even stepmoms that, that, 
because we marry a man or a woman with children, we're supposed to automatically love those kids. It's ridiculous when you really stop and think about it. I mean, I think you for take a person two to people, that, you, you have like narcissists are people that t- profess their love very early on in the relationship. So, yeah. and then it's a, it's a lie. It's not true. They don't really love you. They're just trying to get you in there. Like if you expect a person to auto- automatically have love, such a strong, heavy, mm-hmm emotion with um you know without the foundation there's something wrong with your ass seriously guys you're not if somebody told me they love me after um three months and knowing me i'm like oh you're a serial killer you're gonna kill me like yeah you're off (laughs) yeah um so yeah i mean i just i said it and i i said what i said and i think that so many stepmoms need to give themselves permission to step back and, and be okay with the difference between loving your own kids and loving your stepkids. For those that do, I have a pretty good idea in my mind, but what's your opinion? For those that grow to love their stepkids as their own, I'm not going to really relegate it to a time frame and be like, oh, how long does it take? But what do you think needs to happen in order for that genuine love to take place? So there's about 22 million. Give me three. Give me give me three of them. Give me three of them. So I think that that there's got to be a mutual respect between um, between the stepkids and the stepmom. I personally, I think there there has to be a pretty low conflict uh, dynamic with the mom. Boom. She hey. Um, (laughs) She said it. I can't wait to talk about that next. Oh, are you a woman dating, engaged, or married to a man with kids? I'm Naja Hall. I'm a stepmom and a certified master step family coach. After many years of running one of the most engaged and diverse blended family communities, I realized that women like us have issues and we experience feelings of isolation, confusion, and fear that are just different from any other role in our family. I've created a space just for stepmoms. This space is different because it provides a sense of community and it's not attached to your social media profiles. I've gathered licensed therapists and specifically trained experts to teach real tactics on how to deal with a high conflict ex, how to connect with your stepchildren, stepmom anxiety, and every other topic you can think of. If I'm speaking your language, then join VIPstepmom.com. A monthly membership costs less than a glass of wine. Sign up for a membership today run through these tournaments (laughs) um and i think that time uh they say that it takes four to seven years for the blend to happen which Mm -hmm. um you know i struggle with that word sometimes because sometimes the blend doesn't happen Mm -hmm. and then you have these stepmoms who feel like failures when really you're not you know you're not um you are not. If it hasn't just, happened for us. I'll be very honest. I mean, that, and that doesn't mean you're not a blended family by definition. That means their asses are over there and your ass is over here and you are existing just fine in your lane, as they say, the lane that they like girl, to put us in. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I was like, so number three. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you so, get all three or did you get yeah, two? Yeah, time. I think time. time. Okay. I think, I think um, a mutual respect, a low conflict situation with the mom and time. And trust, trust, trust. Mm. I love all of those. And you know what? I love you, Emily. (laughs) So let's get on the hot topic. Um, HCBM, high conflict bio mom. 
people like cling to me because I'm like, y'all, this is what's happening in my life. Not only am I an expert, and I shit, I'm a fuck. I'm wow, well, I'm cussing really bad now. You guys know I'm trying <laughs> to stop cussing. I was about to go off. You know, I'm I'm an expert <laughs> because I've studied this. I understand the anatomy of a high conflict biological mother. I understand how to tolerate and deal with one and thrive, even though you have that in your life. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of years, and so one of my favorite things to talk about is the high conflict biological mother and i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. i I don't know if you've shared your own personal situation i'm not gonna ask you about that emily but i would i do want to talk about some of the common things that you see in the group um what are some of the when you see stepmoms because i'm pretty sure what percentage of your posts are about the hcbm Mm, a lot because honestly that's that's a huge factor that's one of the hardest parts of stepmother. It is honestly. because it's, it's a factor that you cannot control. Mm. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, it <laughs> picking my words wisely here. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, we've, my husband has definitely dealt with some of that and it was a rough few years. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't talk about our situation a lot. One, because it was so litigious for so many years. Right. Um, so, you know, and yeah, really that's like, walk away. and then too, you know, there's kids involved. So there's a level of privacy there, but so, but in my group, I think what I see the most is just, uh, so many times you have a mom who wants to control absolutely everything, you know, and my husband has said this many times, his definition of co-parenting is you sit your butt over there in that house and I'll sit my butt here and we'll take care of these kids and we'll leave each other alone. Because you, you know? ain't running nothing over here in this house, honey. And I'm not running anything over there in yours. But the issue but I, is when we try. We yeah. try to impede on others. Yes. And, you know, you just get ridiculous specific court orders of dad can't do this and dad can't do that. And, you know, even sometimes dads to moms. Moms can't do this and moms mm-hmm. can't do that. And there's just right. so much nitpicking and controlling where, frankly, I mean, you have no power here. None. You know? None and whatsoever. I see that a lot. I see moms wanting to control every aspect of a child's life within the father's home. Moms acting like the dads are just borrowing the children. Um, right. Like the mo- you know, role of the mother is more important. Like, yeah, sure, I'll let you have them for the week or the weekend or, you know, but they rightfully belong to me. Like that attitude. Right. Um, but I want to preface this too, that I, sometimes I think that, you have stepmoms who think that they have a high conflict bio mom in their stepchild's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and in reality, they don't. In reality, you have a high conflict stepmom uh, who is trampling boundaries and can't figure out her lane and is throwing gasoline on the fire and can't figure out why the fire is still burning. So in my group, I really try to have stepmoms examine their situation and figure out, okay, am I really dealing with, a high conflict bio mom or am I adding to this as well? Is there something that I could be doing to defuse this situation? Um, right. right. Which so, speaks to our ability on um, resolving conflict. I know I was just ranting in your group one day. I made this long ass post and yes, I was just kind of thinking, I was thinking out loud because um, 
after having about four client sessions of women saying, Naja, I'm dealing with a high conflict bio mom. And me sitting with that for a while, I'm like, damn, how can I change women's perspectives and let them know, honey, it ain't always her. Sometimes you got to look at the man in the mirror Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. say, I don't have a good capacity for handling pushback or conflict or um, I have anxiety or some predisposed personality disorder that makes it very difficult for me to handle. And that doesn't mean anything's wrong with you, but you do have to admit it and take the steps to fix that. What makes a, and we're going to get back to talking about high conflict bio moms, but what, what are some of the little things that these stepmoms are doing to kind of put them in the line of fire? To, to girl, kind of make- I'm going to tell you my biggest pet peeve. What is Don't it, girl? Don't be on Facebook all over claiming another woman's kids is your own. Just stop Ooh. it. Stop doing it. Ooh. Stop doing it. I'm just going to say it. Stop. <laughs> girl, I'm going to say this too. So last night I was on this, um, and I'm not going to name her, but I was on a stepmom page. Mm-hmm. And every single one of her posts was essentially taking a shot at the, the biological mother. And this is what was disgusting to me. She was using pictures of her stepkids to do it. Uh, And I'm like, how in the world are you going to explain to them when they grow up that not only were you bashing their mother all the time and, and, and like in disguise of support to other stepmoms, but you were using their faces to do it. That is so condescending and passive aggressive. um, Yes, the passive vague booking, girl. Yes. And I will straight call you on it. When a stepmom comes into my group and you can tell like there's been some social media drama or something like this, the first thing I'll do is I'll go to their page and almost always you'll see posts that are public that it's like, girl, you should have just emailed that to her because everybody knows who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, she knows one day the kids are going to know it. I'll call them. And I'll say, well, your first problem could be is that you're using your Facebook as a direct launch to her. Right. Or as we call it, sub posting or sub tweeting. Like you're throwing a subliminal message at this person, but honey, go ahead and at her. Just go ahead and say her name. Don't be passive aggressive. I'm like, just at her, bro. Or at her. Like I tell people, you got a problem with me, baby. At me, at Miss Naja. I'm real easy to find. I make my ass very available. So So then what's what's something else that a stepmom Um, is doing to kind of put her foot in the potty? You know what? If if you have stepkids with an involved mom and dad, you do not need to be at every back to school night, every parent teacher conference. Girl, you just don't need to be all up in that. Girl, like, go to the gym. Go get your nails have done. Go several seats. Have yes. something to do. You know, and it's like, and especially when, ugh, and I'm gonna speak on this too. I hate when you when when stepmoms use, oh, it's for the kids. No, it's not. Because if you know you have a mother on the other side that is triggered by those things and you're still showing up, you're that's not for the kids. It's sometimes being a good stepmom is knowing when to step back. Step the F away. And so I wonder, you know, the stepmoms that have to be super involved um, because they're the ones that are doing it. And I might be talking to some people that are listening. I'm pretty sure we are right now. If, if this is you, you know that we're talking to you when you're the one that is at the, all the PTA meetings, the teachers, everybody knows you by name. You're leading a few meetings. Mom is also there. And if you're lucky enough to have a biological, if if your stepchild has a mother who is actively involved, and I'm going to say this, allows you to attend these events without Mm -hmm. their permission, then you don't have to show up all the time. 
Mm-hmm. It really, I swear to God, those people did not need you to lay down and make that baby. They don't need you there to talk to Miss Watson about the, uh, them getting, <laughs> when you're getting to a fight on the playground, they don't need that. Oh, but, but then it's, oh, but I'm in his life too. And so I need to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, you don't. You need to trust your husband to handle it. Or do you not trust your husband? Is that it? The, and see, and I go back. Okay. I'm going to say this. In my say it, Emily. In my group a lot, I see the, so nachoing in my group is a big thing um, from Lori Sims, the Nacho Kids Academy. That's a big mm-hmm. thing in my group. Yeah. And, or disengagement, whatever you want to call it. And I see so many stepmoms saying, oh, I can't nacho or disengage because if I didn't X, Y, and Z. And I'm sorry, but all I see is I can't nacho or disengage because my husband can't handle his shit. So your husband can make these kids. He can pay the child support. He can go pick them up, but he can't. Do what? I swear, ladies, if you disappeared off the face of this earth today, your stepkids, your stepkids ain't going to die. They're hey, good. so I just posted about that in my group. You I did? Said, <laughs> what if you die tomorrow? What's your husband going to do? He's going to live. He's going he's gonna to find, he's going to grieve, hopefully, and he's going to find a new woman. Or one Girl, of my he clients, better grieve. He better or grieve. in some women's cases, he'll go back to his ex, and she'll get to raise your kids as their stepmom. Honey, I, I would haunt him from the grave. <laughs> All of them? Oh, it's happened before, though. Or actually, um, oh, I know. I'm pretty sure you I, have a I lot. I don't worry about that, though. I do not worry about that. You know what um, happened in my group once? There was this girl. She's like, hey, so I, I was a stepmom for eight years. And she was a high conflict bio mom. Like, we freaking hated each other. I think they got into like a fist fight. It got really bad. Restraining orders. Like, it was extreme. How about when she and the guy divorced, he went back to the ex. And now the oh ex. Oh, my gosh. And then that woman would be my kid's stepmom. That I woman is her I would, I would need. I would need a lot of Jesus and therapy. You know and what? Wine. And it, vodka. It, like all of it. I would need all the things to deal with that. I don't believe in alienation, but I think that's one of those cases where I'm like, hey, dad, you got to see the kid at, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do. We all say what we would do. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be holy nausea and love that. Like, girl, forget <laughs> that. I might have to go beat our ass. Like, I don't know. Okay, but like, Naja, I don't know. Do you know how many stepmoms that I know that have subsequent stepkids other than the ones that they had because the dad cheated with the ex and got her pregnant again? <sighs> okay, I'm shaking, y'all. So that. And I have straight up told my husband, boy. I will file divorce papers that day. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? Wait, just, I'll say, you go ahead and file for all of us. And then just <laughs> for all of us. And then just, I'm going to need $38,000 a month. And you go on about your way. I'm going to go on about mine. Seriously. Fine. Because if you're that damn stupid, hey, I, we don't even have to talk about it. I can't even be mad because you're just so damn stupid. <laughs> if you go, if a man goes back and I don't want to be vulgar, but sticks his beep in a dumpster again, then that's on him. That's on him. That ain't, you know, I'll say I, those are your consequences to suffer again, sir. Not because men aren't the smartest sex. I will say that. <laughs> no, I would, I couldn't do it. it. There's no way we would recover from that. Absolutely no, not. No. Yeah. And we, we say never say never, but I, I can't say that I applaud the women that will, uh, their man will go and have another baby with the high conflict bio mom or shit, with yeah. anybody. First of all, with anybody. <laughs> Why are you? Yeah. Together? But um, I don't know. You, you got to be a special type of girl. Maybe we'll find one and bring her on the podcast and just ask her some questions because I'm curious about the mindset. 
I don't want to make assumptions. Yeah, I it, it personally I couldn't do it. Um, I know it's something that I would always hold over his head, and you just can't. Like a that. knife. Like yeah, when he's sleeping, you have a knife to his throat. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, yeah. I can't kill you because I'm your beneficiary, so I just gotta <laughs> wait it out. Like one yeah. of those. So what's the next thing that us stepmoms do to put our foot in the dookie? Um, I think that. Uh, this and this doesn't even really have to do with um, the mom per se, but I see so many stepmoms who are gun ho about enforcing these rules or these just expectations that neither parent is enforcing. And so many times it creates conflict. Um, because here's the thing with my stepkids, there is no way that I am ever going to enforce something that my husband is not going to have my back on. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even at that, I let him handle the heavy parenting, you know? Right. Um, I, I don't have time for that. So, um, I think just, just staying in your lane, like knowing, and, and I know, I know every lane is different from mom to right. mom, right? Right. But I feel like if your stepkid has two parents who are there and they are trying and they are showing up back off, sis, just back off. Mm -hmm. You know, do you feel like a stepmom should be given permission by the biological mother, not her husband, not her partner, but by the kid's mom to be involved in a certain way? You know, it's a slippery slope because, um, no, here's what I think. I think that if, if, if there is a mom out there and you are doing something as a stepmom and she has a genuine reason for why that makes her uncomfortable, I think that in most cases you should respect it. Okay. Do you if know she, what I'm saying? If she's an emotionally healthy and balanced person. Correct. And, and like I said, like if it's reasonable, you know, yeah. like, Hey, you're coming to all the parent teacher conferences you're coming and it just, it makes me feel uncomfortable, you know, because sometimes that is hard. I, I can put myself in a situation where maybe mom isn't remarried and dad and stepmom show up and it yeah. kind of feels overwhelming or, you know, and if she's there and she's present, like just stay home. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be real honest. A lot of this. Go oh, I know another one that stepmoms do communication. <laughs> stay out of communication. Girl, get your ass out part. of that group text. Get out of that group text. You don't yes. stay out of it. Don't. I know so many stepmoms who come in and they take over communication and they need to be the point of contact and they need and like, no, you're, you're causing yourself unnecessary stress and you could be upsetting a dynamic that's good. And you know what? A lot of it goes back to, and I'll say it, it goes back to insecurity on the stepmom's part. And for That's some exactly stepmoms, it goes it back to they don't trust their husbands. And and right there, you have a bigger issue than than bio mom. Right. You know? And I'll say this. If you're one of these stepmoms that we're referring to, and it is a situation where you just simply don't trust your husband, yes, we know that hopefully you're doing the work to get back to the point of trust because it's tough, but it's possible. Um, yes. And well, simultaneously, while you're doing the work on that end, you probably are going to do yourself better by setting that boundary and saying, even though I don't have a lot of trust here so that I don't go crazy, I'm going to step completely out of this. And I'm going to hope that he does not allow um, our marriage, our relationship to be disrespected. I'm not going to say yeah. he doesn't allow her to disrespect you because she can call you all sorts of A, B, C, and D's, but mm -hmm. he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't even have to correct her. Let's talk about that. No, he doesn't have to show up to every fight that he's invited to. Let's talk about that, though. Let's just say you see a text, not you, 
Emily, just, you know, mm-hmm. stepmoms out there. Let's just say you, you see a text and she's like, I hate that bitch. Don't have that stupid. Da-da-da. Like you see her calling you names, disrespecting your marriage or relationship. And your husband is not handling it the way that you want. What mm-hmm. is best practice for a stepmom to do? What should stepmom do? Uh, walk away. You uh, cannot control how somebody else acts, but you can control the way you react. Are me and you like twins or sisters or something? I feel like, I feel like me and you have. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell like... you, Nadja, the best thing I ever, you know, the communication thing. I remember when it was super high conflict between my husband and the kid's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she would say things to him or it would just be so nasty and it would make my blood boil because there's no way any other woman on earth would talk to my husband like that. Uh, exactly. Beating a butt, you know, <laughs> but there's a different dynamic there. They, they share children together. Yeah. And it, 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 and you have to, your husband has to get to the point where he is, he is communicate. He is gray, gray rock. He is Biff, you know, brief, informative, friendly, whatever that, I can't think of it right now, but like where he is handling that in a way that's not stirring up the controversy and where he is not feeding her drug. Because for some of these women, conflict like that is like a drug and you got to take it away cold turkey. You literally have to treat anyone in your life who is that high conflict like a business deal if you have to deal with it. You know, and ideally you can just cut somebody out, you know, somebody who is that high conflict. Ideally you can cut them out. But obviously when two people share children, you can't. Right. So then you have to find a, and I see this all the time in my group too. Well, I have to communicate with bio mom because my husband and her just fight all the time. Well, your husband needs to learn how to communicate with her he in a really better does. way. And he needs to stop dumping that on you because he it's really not does. fair. And I want to say this, there are absolutely some moms and stepmoms who can communicate. I'd address this in my group, but I think there has to be a few things in place for that to happen. Um, and I do not think it is successful for most moms and stepmoms. I absolutely don't. I think that moms and stepmoms who can su- successfully communicate are the minority. I do not think they're the majority. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This is why I've been able to build an entire business off of stepmom and biological mother conflict because yep. most of us are not able to do that. I mean, there's a lot of feelings involved. And what do we not learn in school? We learn dumb shit in school. You know, we're learning yeah. geometry and stuff that I don't need, but we're not learning conflict resolutions. We're not learning how to heal yeah. from a broken heart or how to do our taxes. Like we're not learning life, yeah. those things that help us to cope. So most people, yeah. I believe in my own professional and personal opinion, most people just don't possess the skills by which to solve these types of emotional conundrums themselves. They just don't have it. And so you have people like you, Emily, that's doing the work to kind of guide women so that they can't do anything about that other household. That's, that's lesson nope. number one. Sure but you're doing, you know, we're doing the work to kind of show them that we can change your perspective. Mm-hmm. You don't have and to be pain every day. And the more you step back and say, <laughs> I say this, I say, not my monkeys, not my circus. Honey. I feel like the more you do that, the easier it is to just let things roll off your back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, well, you know, Something that Emily said that was so important. Uh, some women will use the excuse and say, "Well, my man can't really handle it. I have to help him." Girl, he handled um, making those babies. He handled sure that woman for a very long time, and you know what happened? He realized that 
he could not handle her. And so you cannot be his repository for all of his leftover stuff with that woman. Mm -hmm. You cannot be his emotional dumping ground. I think I made a post the other day on the VIP stepmom page. Like, listen, if your man comes in there to, oh my God, ranting about the kids, ranting about the ex, oh, I'm so pissed off. That really makes us feel like we have no control, right? I know you probably felt that too, Emily, because there's nothing you yeah. can do. You literally, yeah. and that makes, when you feel like you don't have control, that's one of the main foundations of anxiety. And that's why we see so yeah. many stepmoms that are yeah. out of their freaking minds because the lack of control. Tell your man to leave you the F alone and leave you out of that. Your relationship should be your space of peace and love and positivity, not the dumping ground for all of your crap. Leave that outside. Tell him to go talk to a yeah. shrink. Hell, tell him to call one of us. But don't <laughs> bring that into your relationship. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. Let's get back on HCBM because <laughs> I like talking about that. So, what, how do you know in the beginning, Emily, that how is a stepmother to know that she's more than likely going to be dealing with a high conflict biological mother? How do you know what, even better, how do you know when there's no hope? Like, I understand sometimes she might just be pissed off in the beginning and whatever, but how do you know when it's just hopeless and she's just to not try ever? Um, honestly, I think it's when it's, it's, for me, I would say it's the alienation of the kids. When, mm. a, when a mother is working so hard to alienate a child or children yeah. from a father, um, and this is why I say this, is because let's say maybe mom and dad reconcile or can come to an agreement, but unfortunately there's been years worth of conflict and alienation. Mm-hmm. And that child can't resolve it. And so now you have this very fractured relationship between a parent and a child. And then I think it just makes everything messy, no matter how much you want to clean it up. Um, and I've seen that a lot, unfortunately, in my group. Um, yeah. And, and I think when you have, uh, uh, I'm thinking of one stepmom in my group in particular, and her case is just crazy, but, but the, but the biological mother is, uh, cannot stay off drugs. She can't. Mm, um, and, and, I, and, and look, everybody yeah. can get well, but you got to want to get well, you know? And I think yeah. in situations like that, um, and here's the thing, I don't want to say never because I, I feel like somebody can always have redemption. And honestly, that's what that kid needs. Like at the end of the day, a kid craves their biological parents, love and attention. Like, what's best. And I say this all the time when somebody posts in my group and it's a very sad situation. Like I, I hope that mom gets help and gets better because at the end of the day, that's what's most healthy for her kids. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, you know, I do believe that there's some situations that, that are just not fixable. I think there are some situations where a mother truly hates the father more than she loves her children. Mm. Um, yeah period that's exactly what the, what the case is and if she's not reconciled her feelings against her the father of her children she ain't gonna be your friend she can pretend like it maybe to find out information from you especially if you're really gullible and naive um mm -hmm. you know and, and a manipulative person is gonna prey on that so you have to make Yo, sure you protect I'm just yourself gonna say, in most situations your husband's ex-wife ain't your friend okay <laughs> 
Right. I mean, she ain't his friend. Hell, no, she ain't ain't his friend. So she's not your friend, girl. The key word: most situations. Yeah, I know some of y'all out there. You know, carry on, proceed. But for most of us, I mean, there's not a real friendship there. It's at best a mutual respect. You know. Right. Or you know what? And, and hopefully, if there's no respect, a tolerance. Respect. Like we're just gonna tolerate the fact that you're breathing in my same space. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I could literally talk to you for like 50 million hours. I think we're gonna have to do this again. I, yeah. I literally I think we're gonna have to work something out to where we do this again. Unapologetic stepmoms, yeah. let me know what y'all think. Like me and the VIPs, like we might need to come over here and do something with y'all. Like I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Me and you have a lot of the <laughs> same ideals. My goodness, woman. Yeah, Woo, well, we could go on and, and I on. I know my thing. group is gonna eat this up because they, they are love gonna, you. Yes. So. Man, you know what? Your girls are so your ladies, your women are so so wonderful and it's, it's cool being a part of spaces where um they make me feel accepted um you know i can compl- i have complete respect for you and what you're doing in the space that you've created i understand you like me and you see eye to eye and so when i it's, it's very rare that you meet people like emily you know like <laughs> she and i have had other um offline com- uh, online conversations about other stuff and it's just very rare that you meet people like her so I don't know if you guys have ever, have they ever heard your voice in the group? Like, have a lot of them actually met you? Have you done a lot of videos and stuff? Um, you know, I used to go live a lot before I had all these kids. And now <laughs> I struggle with the time to go live. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, I used to. Um, you need to go live today because you look really hot today. So you need to go live. <laughs> like, you need to. I'm not going live. I told you what I look like. I look like Beetlejuice when I'm not working and filming. <laughs> I literally look like Beetlejuice. Like for real. Let me not say it three times because I'm gonna like my like let me <laughs> Okay, Emily. Well, I appreciate you for joining. I know I'm crazy and being crazy with us for this time. And I know we're gonna see you again. And shout yes, out to the unapologetic stepmom. I'm gonna share all the links um so you guys can for my I know I crazy listeners, my blended and black listeners, my VIP stepmom listeners, I'm gonna share all of Emily's links. I highly suggest you follow her you learn about her platform you follow her on instagram i'm going to share all of the information in the blog i love you this is miss naja signing out